Stories to Dismember is a podcast where hosts Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel recap their horror film pick of the week based on a monthly theme. Sometimes they go on tangents, often they'll crack jokes, but they always return to dismember the film, scene by scene, until leaving you with their final reviews. Subscribe to catch your STDs. All right. On this episode of Stories to Dismember, we are covering the 1998 movie John Carpenter's Vampires. And this pick was by Me. Miguel. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Me. I thought you forgot for a moment. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Oh, man. I'm really excited to talk about this one. I'm really excited to see what you guys thought. Yeah, John Carpenter's Vampires, 1998. Who directed it? Was it Steven Spielberg? Was it Christopher <sighs> Nolan? No. George Lucas? Wrong. It was John Carpenter. Uh, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> uh, oh, that guy who ripped off, uh, what was the movie? <laughs> Black, Black Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> <Like>, uh, <laughs> No, give uh, John Carpenter the respect he deserves. Yeah, he also made a little movie called Halloween. I would have around, and you might have heard of it. You might have seen whatever. it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, also, music cool. composed by John Carpenter. Yeah, I know, right. It was yeah. I actually saw an interview him talking about it. He he literally had to do it himself because he had no money <laughs> to get. <laughs> wow, that's how it is, man. Uh, Largo Entertainment bought the rights to John Stakely's now also inspired by a novel. Which is a so, great name for somebody who's written a vampire novel. <laughs> plan on turning into a film. Again, Carpenter alongside Sam Raimi, Peter Jackson, and Ron Underwood all being considered. But John Carpenter won, I guess, in that decision. Who directed it? Interestingly, Dolph Lundgren had been cast in the lead role of Jack Crow, the vampire hunter. Wait, who's that? Uh, Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. Have you what? seen Rocky, the big Russian guy from Rocky? He's been. Wow. Big Honestly, Russian. they should. Um, I'm yeah. just going to. I want to say this right now. They should have gotten him <laughs> instead of James Wood. What? Yeah. What did you want? If Dolph Lundgren was cast as the vampire, uh, the main guy, you know who they wanted for the vampire? Who? Fucking Willem Dafoe. Wow. Oh, wow. They yeah. should have gotten him, too. <laughs> That's a totally uh, yeah. different movie. It is. Yeah. It is. The, the, wow. It's literally the opposite, because the actor who is the vampire in the movie is a tall dude and who is know, the vamp do we know who he is he's terry silver from karate kid 3 karate kid yeah in the new series he's on yeah, that too. terry silver he's big dude and yeah, if it was good. and if it was the opposite duff lundgren is a big dude and yeah. willem dafoe is a small dude so small that guy. Been, yeah so that would have been cool to see the duff lundgren be overpowered by willem dafoe <laughs> so that would have been pretty cool actually but, yeah. Oh well. This is a lot to process. <laughs> yeah, a lot of drafts, a lot of drafts. Oh, did you want to hear some of the different ideas, different drafts he had? Uh, one took place entirely at the Vatican and featured a vampirized pope as the villain. <laughs> Holy shit! And wow. another took <laughs> another took place in a distant high tech 
high tech sci fi future where vampires were commonplace and vampire hunters were like the police, police officers. Both of yeah. these, either yeah. of these, would make a good sequel. <laughs> yeah, should make them a comic book at least. That'd have been cool. Yeah. Film slated for summer nineteen ninety six, obviously uh, with a budget of fifty to sixty million, but you know stuff happens. You know, uh, Love Lundgren didn't, you know, wasn't cast. I guess he didn't want to do it. Yeah, he had a thing to do. Was he doing a Punisher? Uh, no, it was a movie called Silent Trigger, hmm. which, uh, funny enough, takes stuff from the sci-fi <laughs> script. Uh, it's in a sci-fi future, so I guess they just took that idea. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know if it has vampires in it, but Silent Trigger—that's the thing here. I really like the. This is a lot of <laughs> John Carpenter was thinking about quitting filmmaking because it stopped being fun, but then Largo Entertainment approached him with a project called Vampires, based on a novel. He liked the idea because he wanted to make it like a mix horror with western genre, mm. so vampire vampire western. Story yeah. was set up like a West, Western killers for hire, so he liked that idea. Originally, he had sixty million as the budget, but it was slashed down to twenty million, which I think <laughs> is very obvious. <laughs> it's not a lot of high budget, but you know it has its charm to it. I guess. So yeah, imagine yeah. From, from thinking you have sixty million to twenty million to I make know. the movie. So to accommodate the sudden budgetary concern, he wrote his own screenplay. So he rewrote the whole script again. So he mixed in his ideas. Uh, he yeah, uh, For the film, Carpenter wanted to get away from the stereotype of gothic vampires. He said in an interview, my vampires are savage creatures. There isn't a second of brooding loneliness in their existence. They're too busy ripping and tearing humans apart, which I actually enjoy. I actually like that. Yeah. So no, it's a bit of emo and mixed in there, but, yeah. you know. It's kind of referenced in the movie too, right? Later on. Yeah. Mixed reviews. I saw. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Mixed reviews for the movie. So let's just get into. <laughs> to the moods get right into the movie. Dun dun dun. I'm gonna be referring to you guys a lot because I've watched this movie like 30 times. Really? Uh, yeah. I watched the first time I watched it with my dad. My dad bought it bootleg by a guy. <laughs> Off street corner. Yeah, exactly. He was buying food and a guy came up to him with like, you remember those old like black folder things that had like, mm-hmm. it was like an older thing, but with DVDs and he mm-hmm. bought it off of him. He was like, do you have a horror movie? And it's like, oh, this one. He bought it and we watched it. And I think it has that feel of like a movie you'd watch with your dad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it is like those old like action, badass, macho movies. Mm-hmm. So. Well, had so Aaron seen this before? I seen it. Back in the day. So, yeah, it's been like 24 years since I've seen it. Okay, so this was my first time seeing it, all mm-hmm. different. I have, I've seen it a couple times over the weekend. So mm. It has a lot of stuff I enjoy, but I understand of mixed reviews. And that's all I'm saying, mixed reviews. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so we start in the desert because it's a Western, obviously. <laughs> Uh, our main character is James Woods. Let's just get it out of the way. What did you? Uh, I, I'm, we're just going to be skipping a lot because this is. Uh, okay. I, I just I just want to hear what you guys think. What did you think of James Woods as the vampire killer hunter main can I, macho can I just badass? Dude? Straight up, put my opinion out there. Mm-hmm. Just go for mm-hmm. it. Okay, so I like the idea of this main character. 
I mm. love the idea of this like leather jacket clad modern dude who's a vampire slayer. They, I mean, it's no real secret. Like the movie's called Vampires, and he shows up with his crew at mm-hmm. this dilapidated shack that's all boarded up, and they say mm-hmm. he says that it looks like the perfect spot for a nest. So let's just get that out of the way. It's it's pretty clear that he is a vampire hunter and has found like a vampire nest. He <laughs> has the appearance of a cool vampire slayer dude. The way he executes it, I I don't buy it. <laughs> he, <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. It's like, he's just not a cool guy to me. If he had, if he just. He's too cool. If he didn't spend the whole time making like homophobic jokes or dick jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. he might have sold me as a cool guy. But it felt like somebody who is a very good vampire hunter, by all means, but it feels like he's trying to sell himself as cool. I'm not saying that's what the intent was. That's just right. what it felt like. Like, I need I need everybody to know that I'm a cool guy. Let me throw in, like, a homophobic slur every now yeah. and then. Then they'll know I'm cool. Didn't work for me. Also... I can't get over the fact that it's James Woods. I don't know where he's from, but he's got a New York accent, you know? (laughs) I definitely heard his performance in Hades from Hercules, like, throughout so much of this movie. He sounded the same. He didn't have, like, a Southwestern accent of any sort. So that also kind of threw me off a little bit. Just felt a little bit out of place. James Wood basically playing himself in the role of a vampire slayer so yeah yeah, that's how i felt we might as well go down the cast before we yeah might as well uh so aaron what'd you think of james woods as the (laughs) do you have anything or yeah i mean by now you know everybody knows james woods and you kind of got to set aside who he is as a person versus him in a movie i guess right right so taking his characters at face value, yeah, he he is one of those actors that plays himself pretty much in every movie. And right. but it seems what that's that's kind of what you expect now, even back then. So, oh yeah, because that's because they couldn't get the other guy, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Oh, mm-hmm. Aaron, do you think Dolph Lundgren would have been a better actor? Do you think he would have acted no. better? I, I don't, don't even know. know if he would have either, but I would have liked to have seen that and see. Dolph Lundgren is a very smart person. Right. We know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very, like a genius. He's, he's yeah, like, he's a genius. Like legit. Yeah. But cool. that doesn't really translate to uh, acting ability. No. And maybe, because you told us earlier, and I'm going to give this away. You said William Defoe and Dolph the- Lundgren. Willem Dafoe would have fucking killed it. I would have loved to see that. But yeah. if they would have reversed the roles, make William Dafoe the vampire killer. He- I mean, hell yeah. Put yeah, William yeah. Dafoe in anything and I'll watch it. And, and Dolph Lundgren as the vampire, I guarantee you, we would be talking about this movie as one of the best horror movies ever. Oh, yeah. You know, that would have been actually smart. 
to do. <laughs> I totally get that. I totally see that. Yeah, because then the Elf Lundgren wouldn't have had to, he doesn't have a lot of lines, really. He just has yeah, his physicality. I mean, just just yeah. wrecking shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe against Dolph Lundgren as the back. Yeah, that's, you feel I would, the danger there. I would go one step further and make Willem Dafoe as the James Wood character and make, take out Daniel Baldwin and replace him with Michael Madsen. Oh my fucking God, dude. You feel me? Yeah. Oh Wait, you'll God. have to tell me who Michael Madison is. Oh like, my God. He's I'm not good Mad- with the names. Tell me what he's been in. I mean, he's been Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill, Donnie Brasco. Recently, he was in uh, Hateful Eight. He's very good. He, so, uh, so that's with James. What did you think of the secondary character? I actually, Daniel Baldwin, Anthony Montoya, which he doesn't really look like a guy with the last name Montoya, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> that's fine. It's whatever. I don't know. I think everybody, uh, the best actors, I think... In the movie was the Shirley. Shirley, I liked yeah, her. I think she. Did. I liked her a yeah. lot too. And she could have. She could have stayed. Yeah, you know the vampire Thomasian Griffith. The, the, he did good. Yeah. Well, we got what we got. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking of William Defoe. <laughs> Damn, bro, so close. All right, whatever. Probably busy doing a fucking awesome movie with a budget but whatever. <laughs> good for him good for him all right let's get into so we yeah like you said just get right into the movie that's enough of talking of the characters we don't have anything else to say we'll talk about well we meet our hero whose name is <laughs> what's his name actually jack crow jack crow of course it is jack <laughs> crow jack crow that's a good name He's looking through binoculars. He's looking at a nest. I actually like this first whole scene. I like the the crew here. I like <laughs> this theme song. Plays a lot. It's like the same thing over and over again mm. for like five minutes. Well, you see them drive up to a dilapidated house, like you said. And we got the crew in the back of the truck. And they gear up because they're super badass monster hunters. They got the body armor, which I actually like. They got the thing to protect their necks. They got the stakes. Yeah, it was like it was chainmail yeah. specifically for their necks, which yeah. was a really cool detail. I like all the details they added. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. The vampire hunters, the shows they've been added for a while. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, who doesn't need protection? <laughs> it's the Jack main Kirk. guy because he's badass. Yeah, he's <laughs> he like, doesn't. <laughs> There's one specific scene where I'm like, okay, dude, this is like the most cliche like, <laughs> action dude macho fucking <laughs> it gets me every time I watch it. But yeah. yeah, there's definitely like a good balance of camp and then sometimes it teeters over that a little bit into yeah. a little cheesy. Yeah, I like that. It's like just straight in. Like you're getting the vampires in like the first ten minutes already. Mm-hmm. So I got it. And Jack got his crossbow, which it looks pretty cool. His weapon, the crossbow yeah. weapon. How does that work? Oh, the crossbow. And like the, him dragging. So it's already like the first time it's already wired to the thing to the truck. Yeah. I understand that, but every other time after that, does he have to go outside and get the wire again and? put it to his bow and come back i've never understood i don't know i think process. he he and montoya 
<laughs> who seems to be like second in command, maybe. Yeah. He seems to be the one who drives the tow truck type vehicle that Jeep? has this mechan this spool of heavy duty wire attached to it. So they work simultaneously so that when Jack Crow stabs a vampire or a um a goon, which is one of their yeah. turned victims, when he yells out to Montoya, he can spool <laughs> spool <laughs> the vampire or the goon out into the daylight so they can burn. So I yeah. think they just have to work in collaboration like very fast because after each one, I guess he has to go back and yeah. tie the wire again to his bow and be like, <laughs> it's like, okay, dude. Actually, that's a good point because I was thinking about how Montoya would have to redo his setup, but I didn't think about how Jack would have to redo his setup after he's. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, since the first time I watched it, I'm like, Okay, that's a cool idea, but you never show him like reloading the thing. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's like video. Because it's game not like there's thing. multiple wires that he has no. attached to like multiple spears. It's mm -hmm. one. Yeah. So it's he one. would have to go out and reattach it, or, or at least, uh, what's his name would have to like, uh, mm -hmm. Montoya would have to rejoin him and give him the wire to reattach. I'm not going to make that <laughs> part of my scoring, though, because this is one of those movies where you can sort of yeah, 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 yeah. brush aside some yeah. of the logic. The idea is cool in itself, so I'm... Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I like it. So we got our badass crew here walking up to the door, and I like, like, they do the knob, and it's it's locked. And then they have this little machine thing that, like, makes a hole in the door. I thought that, yeah, was, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, did you see the actor that was in 30 Days of Night, too? <laughs> Bo is the same actor. He's the same actor I told you was in both movies. Oh. Yeah. He he doesn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> so, yeah, so Jack puts his hand through the hole, which I'm like, dude, you're not protected. Let one of the dudes who has his whole arm protected get him. And then, but no, he's a he's bad He's got a glove actor. on. He's fine. Oh my god! <laughs> like he's got a leather jacket on and gloves. That's all he's. I just thought of a great vampire preventive mm -hmm. invention. Mm -hmm. So this only would work though if vampires are repelled by garlic, which in this movie they're not. They mm -mm. they talk about that like vampires have no problem with garlic in this world, but. With vampires who do have a problem with garlic, you could just like make a garlic lotion and rub it all over your like all over your body, but especially <laughs> your neck where they they really like to bite. That's their favorite biting place. Just slather yourself with garlic there. Nobody ever does that. Yeah, reminds me of that supernatural episode where uh, a vampire orders a pizza and they put garlic on it by accident. <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, that's oh, funny. That cool. that Stupid. Cool. I love it." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I might as well say the rules of the vampires here. Yeah, in this movie, uh, the only way to kill them is a stake through the heart and sunlight. That's it. Only those two. So. <laughs> I mean, really... they do some extra stuff later on too, though. Do they? Yeah. We can get into it later because I did write it down, but they do do some extra stuff, which is, which is kind of weird to me. Like I actually made a note about it. Oh well, 
Uh, yeah. So Jack going into the house, to the fucking Evil Dead cabin house. Yeah, they're just looking around, looking around, and you got one dude who's really scared. <laughs> He's he opens a little closet door thingy, and a body falls out. Oh, so they have a priest with them, which I thought that was cool. He they get yeah. blessed before oh, yeah. Geo. And and smartly, the first thing they do when they get into the house is remove the wood from the windows to let the sunlight in. Yeah, that yeah, was smart. Cool. See, I like it. I like it a lot. And, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not trying <laughs> to <so> change. <laughs> I'm not trying, not trying to persuade anybody. But I, there's actually a lot of moments I like, like the tension with the vampire. No, I agree. Uh, so yeah, they have a dead body. Guy gets scared. And he's like, calm down, dude. There is always one that's always scared, no matter how. That's probably me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'd be, be me. <laughs> no matter how my, many times I do it, I'd be freaked out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they're in there, just looking around. Jack goes up to a suspicious door. And he, <laughs> he goes up to the door all sneaky, like, and he hits a bottle. He makes some <sighs> noise. I thought that was funny. And he's like... He pauses, like, come on, dude. <laughs> I like the comedy. All right. And he mm-hmm. goes to turn the knob. But no, they get, it's in there, nothing in there. They get jumped by two vampires, one female, one male. And we see his crossbow in action with the female vampire goon. He crossbows her and she gets dragged out by Montoya with the crane thing. And he shoots his, her hand off because she's holding on to the thing. And they burst into flame every time burst they're reeled outside, which is really cool. Yeah. I'm giving credit where credit is due there because I thought that was really cool. Every single time it happened, like when they burst into flames and left behind like a charcoal-shaped body. Yeah. I don't know how they got that that sculpt where it literally yeah. looked like charcoal uh, carved into body parts and stuff, but it was yeah, a cool yeah. effect. The effects were really cool. Uh, it still hold up pretty well, actually. I think so. Yeah. And then we get a montage of them killing the vampires. We get a mini montage of them killing vampires and dragging them out into the sun. And yeah, they burst into flames. And Oh, and then uh, G Priest blesses them. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and so we see the aftermath and we see them nine. They say it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine nine vampires killed. Nine charcoaled bodies. Yeah, it's a pretty good number for a day. <laughs> Got the skulls on the front of the hood because that's what cool guys do. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was... That might be related to what I was going to bring up later, like one of the other mm-hmm. things that they do sometimes, but it's not really explicitly said. Like sometimes it's a rule where you have to cut off a vampire's head. Oh, yeah. That's Even true. if you stake them through the heart, so that might be why they took the skulls. Or they're just uh, necrophilic freaks. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't. We don't really know. No, no. Yeah, and Jack is the only one not celebrating because he's like, "There's a nest. The master doesn't usually leave the nest alone." So that's cool. We get more vampire lore here. Montoya's like, do you think he's still there? And he's like, I hate this so much when movies do this. It's like, you got a guy who's concerned for a good reason. This guy is obviously like a veteran in vampire killing. And he's, mm-hmm. he saw 
he's looking at a problem here. He saw a nest with no master. Obviously, that's a big problem. Obviously, it probably means it's nearby. And what does he just say when he's asked uh, if he's the master still around? He's like, I get it. I got to get a cool one liner here. It's like, he better not be. Okay, dude. <laughs> okay, Mr. Badass. <laughs> I was like, hey, dude. Obviously, it's not time to be cool if there's a master still running around, dude. That's a problem. <laughs> he just he just really wants to get to that hotel pronto and yeah. drink and hang out with those sex workers. Obviously. <laughs> for you to be concerned, just... <laughs> it's a problem. This should be talked about. It shouldn't be brushed off, dude. Yeah. Whatever. I hate that so much. The movies do that so much where they just do a one-liner and cut to the next scene. It's like, no, dude, there's a problem that needs fixing in uh-huh. this scene right now, dude. That's a damn, bro. Uh, obviously, and obviously, we see that as they are driving away, and it's getting nighttime. We see hands come out of the dirt, which I thought was cool. The master buried yeah. himself in in dirt, and so that's cool. We see that. A couple, uh, one more time later on. So that's cool. Guy bursting out of the dirt, and we cut to. <laughs> Do you remember the name of the motel? Because it's so fucking. I did write it down. Um, if you sun give, god? oh, the Sun God Motel, yeah, yeah, obviously. So I wasn't, I wasn't making a joke there, listeners. Uh, they act, they do go to a, a motel, a Sun God Motel, to hang out with sex workers and drink alcohol. Oh yeah, yeah. Before they left, they were like, "Get the hookers." Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. At night, I don't think this is them being dumb. I just think this is them being super cocky as vampire hunters. Like they've done this mm-hmm. so much, and they just can't imagine. A, f- a night where they can be attacked by vampires, even though they're literally the only people who know vampires exist, and obviously so, vampires are. <laughs> I like- will, I will up the ante on what you're saying. I couldn't get over the fact that there's tons and tons of sex workers here. Mm. One of them easily could have been like <laughs> a vampire in disguise. It's right. actually it would actually be like a really good disguise for a sex work like a vampire yeah. to act like a sex worker and you know take in some victims that way. Yeah. That isn't what happened, but <laughs> like, have they never been attacked by vampires at night before? <laughs> yeah, it's just not <laughs> smart of them. Obviously, yeah, and they're drunk and is you know sex workers and you know which is a good cool time but i would literally be paranoid as hell at night yeah i would not be relaxed no yeah so they're just partying and the priest even gets in on it for (laughs) for a bit oh that was funny but we see outside of the motel who's walking menacingly up to it it's the fucking vampire master Um, i just wanted to say one more thing oh yeah it's also wild that they talk to a police officer and that's when it's oh, revealed yeah. that they have had this entire place rented for themselves for two weeks. That's got to be expensive as hell. Hey. Hey, they must get paid money. a lot for this job, right? Yeah, I would assume paid. so. They work for the Vatican Church. so and It's deadly yeah. work. Yeah. That is crazy. They work for the Pope. <laughs> These guys... <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure they don't know about this whole aspect of it because I don't know if they would sanction that. Oh well, they, you know, I'm not going to get into is. the. I'm not going to get into the church. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
Oh, but this movie does. This movie gets into the oh, church. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll see that later. Yeah. So the vampire hunt. Oh no, the vampire master is walking up to it. It's a big dude. <laughs> Very scary dude. He he looks the part. He's, yeah. Long black hair. Yeah. Long black clothes. And they just show a, a straight up frontal shot of him. Who who are you taking him or Jerry <laughs> as vampire? Sorry, uh, who are you taking vampire him? Jerry. Vampire oh, Jerry or like, Valak? I mean, this guy obviously like never Jerry. Never Jerry. I would kill Jerry, <laughs> kill Jerry, and let this one convert me. <laughs> yeah, this guy. I'm I'm digging him. Yeah, he's he's cool. I, I like him. Valak. He has a cool name. That's a vampire name right there. Valak. It is. Yeah, not no, Jerry. Not fucking not Jerry. Jerry. Valak, that's a strong name for a vampire. Valak. Very strong. Uh, Valakai. So, I don't know if that's it, but yeah. <laughs> he's got veins popping out his head. That's crazy. So yeah, so these guys are partying. Master's part. Uh, no, not master. Uh, priest is partying. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk, but he's very drunk. <laughs> and Jack is like, take acid. And he's like, <laughs> he just starts laughing. I like that. <laughs> Cut to what's her character's name? Cheryl's name? Katrina. Katrina, yes, yeah. her name is Katrina. Katrina. Sorry, even though I've watched this movie a hundred times, I, I I don't care about names. <laughs> also, like I'm pretty parts. sure she she is famous for being the the girl who gets killed in Twin Peaks. Wow. I know I've seen her face before. She has a very striking face. Yeah, that was my thoughts too. And she yeah. looks she looks a bit like Michelle Pfeiffer to me. Right, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah I like her a lot. Katrina. Me too. Katrina's a good name. <laughs> yeah, so it's just she walks into a room, which uh, that's a very cool shot, the way they filmed this. She walks into the room, and behind her, as she's getting closer to the bed, on the ceiling, you, it slowly reveals Valak in a Christ-like pose. The fucking, like, Batman up in the ceiling. Mm. Uh, that, was, that was a pretty cool effect, how they did it. It looked really, really good. And then he just uh, jumps up down. on her, sweeps down on her with a cool flash of red, and I like the editing. Uh, yeah, and we see he bit her on her thigh. It's very seductive. I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> it's a, it's very, a very seductive hot, way of turning someone into a vampire. Like, apparently, you don't just have to bite somebody yeah. on the neck. You got major veins everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah, on the thigh. It's very like, wow, dude, that's like, whoa. Whoa. Like, whoa, dude. And yeah, so I'm assuming they had sex. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Uh, that's just me. <laughs> we though. wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. We'll yeah, just that say that. Good. Yeah, and and okay, so we cut back to the party, and we see Bo, the actor who was in Thirty Days of Night, <laughs> uh, walk up to the door because I don't know he was getting beer or something. Oh, and uh, I like this thing where the uh, sex workers ask them what they do, and they're mm -hmm. like, "We kill vampires," and they just laugh. And they don't up. believe them, of course. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, "No, we believe vampires are real, which means God is real." Which I'm like, eh, "I guess you can make that connection, I guess." And it's like, "But we don't understand him." I was like, "Oh wow, getting deep, <laughs> getting philosophical." So yeah, he goes to the door, 
and it does not end well for him. He opens the door, and Valak's standing there. <laughs> Very scary-looking dude. And Valak fucking shoves his hand into the guy's stomach and <laughs> fucking whips, rips him, rips him into in two. half. Yeah. And we see that in grisly detail with the... That's my favorite, one of my favorites. That was kind of cool, yeah. That, that was, was really cool. Slumping down and being torn into two. That was cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> and Valak just fucking kills everybody. He's at the party. <laughs> and he blows the party up. And Jack, I don't know where he went, but he wasn't here at this time. So when he realizes what's going on with this massacre, he is too late. Fucking Jack, dude. It's very trying hard to be cool. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. So yeah, Valak kills everybody pretty much. The whole team. The whole squad. Down. And fucking Jack sees this and he fucking starts shooting at him. Obviously he does nothing. Bullets do nothing to Valak. He's a vampire. And he fucking... Jack flings himself across the room to get his bow. In the process, hurting himself mm-hmm. <laughs> like an idiot, hitting yeah. the side. <laughs> he hits the side on the table, which hurts a lot, mind you. That hurts mm-hmm. a lot when you hit your side on anything, <laughs> on your fucking liver. Um, and he's down for the count. Very anticlimactic. <laughs> Very anti. The priest, the priest was the one who actually got any kind of damage on him, I guess, with the shotgun to the back. Actually hurt him a bit. But Valak gra- goes at him and grabs him and makes the priest shoot himself in the head. <laughs> Kills him. Jesus Christ. That was Man, I liked, yeah. I liked him too. I liked Geo the priest, even yeah. though we barely saw him. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. We see the blood splatter on the ceiling. All the effects were actually pretty cool. Now that I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it, they hold up actually. That's pretty cool with the budget they had. This is pretty nice. So yeah, so fucking <laughs> Jack and uh, Montoya run away. Obviously, <laughs> that's the smart thing to do. Yeah, run away, and we see Katrina stumbling outside, dazed, dazed and confused. <laughs> yeah, and Jack sees her and is like oh you're bitten i was about to let her just stay there at first did you notice that he was like oh it was kind of, i was like he was grossed out by her <laughs> when he saw oh, you're bit Ugh. and he was about to leave he was like oh no i can use you so yeah jack takes katrina to use her for what we'll find out and this is what i said about that remember when we were talking about 30 days of night when um i forgot her name but the the female lead yeah, uh, sees uh, something in a distance with the binoculars. Like, get in the car, but we don't see what she sees. This mm-hmm. is another example of that. Where uh, now they're being chased by Valak, but we don't see how Valak looks like while chasing them. So you can use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was running at them really fast. I know. Stratton and I were like, we were wondering to ourselves, like, how what does he look like when he's chasing them? Is he running at super speed or is he flying? Yeah, or he's hopping at them like <laughs> I don't know how, but uh, but we see he can jump really far. So maybe he was taking huge leaps <laughs> like a pogo. Well, stick we do in. like as soon as he catches up with them, see that he did fly after them. Mm-hmm. At least at but the. But how last funny day. would it be if like for a vampire to fly, they had to flap their wings like a bat? They're still in human form. <laughs> They're still in human form, but have to flap their arms. 
<laughs> just just you see them that's what they're seeing is like this dude big, <laughs> it would be a... dude flapping his arms at them. oh my this god this movie i would have to look at it very differently if that's what happened but <laughs> like a cartoon character yeah <laughs> but no he flies and the coolest way you can make a, a humanoid thing fly it's just just zoom i don't know zoom just just the in a stationary way like chronicle <laughs> like just yeah hands yeah exactly. behind, hands beside your side oh my goodness <laughs> yeah well that's cool i like that when you they don't show you what the monster looks like uh, when you're being chased by it uh you can just that's the only way you can do it really <laughs> really without it looking goofy <laughs> but yeah he catches up and uh does the vampire <laughs> and yeah so oh yeah everything. and this is they both get distracted by him, I guess. Yeah, and they shoot at him. I guess Jack was a month. One of them shoots him in the head, point blank, and that's enough to. The force of the shot makes him a uh, like repel. Fucking, it impacts him, so he gets off the truck. It didn't do any damage, but it's just the force of the shot itself. It slows and, him down, yeah. Yeah, it slows him down enough. Which I thought that was cool. They're still affected by physics. The vampires are, you know. Might not do any damage to them, but they're still a factor. Like a force big enough is, you know, will push them back. They get hit by a car that's gonna push them back, you know. <laughs> but they yeah. can still rip through people like paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they they drive. It's the morning. They drive, and I guess they almost hit a truck, and they fucking crash into a ditch. <laughs> fucking so. Like, they can't use that truck, and Katrina is fucking... Katrina doesn't do a lot in the next couple scenes here. She's kind of dazed. But yeah, she's, she's very... dazed a lot. Yeah. Makes sense if, you know, if you want to turn somebody into a vampire, I guess the process doesn't let process. them... You know, they just stay in, a, in the house or wherever, away from the sunlight. So, Yeah. They can't use that truck anymore, so they walk to where? I don't know, they're just walking. I guess to the nearest gas station. We get a little badass, cool montage of them walking down the street. The same theme song. Dun, dun, oh, dun, right dun. before that, the, this is when they reveal that the way that they can use her is that she has a psychic link to Valak. Yeah. So they can use her like a spy cam. Oh, yeah. Which I guess then that means every vampire has a link to their master, I guess. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. This is this also shows like kind of the disdain they have for this woman. They're both in at this moment, they're both kind of rough with her. Oh yeah. Jack and Montoya just sort of like shoving her around and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Either because she's a sex worker or she's slowly turning into a vampire or both. Yeah, at this moment, they're just thinking of her as like a tool to use. Yeah. Even with that, she's very good at acting that part. Mm. <laughs> like, she's very good, actually. At, uh, she's a very good actress. She is. So we see them at the gas station. They wait for somebody to pull up with the car, a little car. And Montoya just pretty much just walks up and just fucking robs him. <laughs> Carjacks the dude. <laughs> Point blank gun in hand just like i'm gonna need this all right bye boy and just takes it and <laughs> now they have a car like a fucking video game yeah i mean what else are you gonna do honestly so they drive and drive and drive 
and drive. And <laughs> Jack has to go back to the motel to get rid of all the bodies. Even though I didn't see really see Valak bite anybody, but I guess he just wants to get rid of the bodies regardless. So if anybody comes and sees the massacre, that's going to cause problems. In any case, Montoya doesn't like this plan because uh, it involves him and Jack splitting up. Yeah. Jack wants Montoya to take Katrina to the Plaza Hotel while he stays and does this cleanup. But if you play D&D at all, <laughs> you know it's not a good idea to split up the group. Mm -mm. And we get them split up for a good while in the movie, which I thought was cool. They're each doing their own thing. So yeah, he goes. Jack goes <laughs> through the process, like staking everybody through the heart to cutting all their heads off. That and, was the part I was saying that yeah. does seem to be part of the process, but I don't really know why. Yeah, it's just a thing they do, you know. Vampire hunters got a protocol. <laughs> but like, I, it's it's really not a big deal, especially for this movie. It's more like fun. But I always want to know, like. If you do chop off a vampire's head, like you would think that would be enough, but no, they also have to put a stake through their hearts. But like if they didn't, would there just be like vampire heads flying around biting people? Would there be vampire bodies like stumbling around wanting to bite people, but they can't because they don't have their heads? That's These are the questions I ask. These are the questions I want the answers to. But we don't get them. You just, that's just part of their ritual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, cleanup crew, I guess. I don't know. I don't really have much to say about that. It's like, uh, but yeah, this is part of, this is part of the ritual and he has to bury the heads. Yeah. Because it's not enough to just like cut them off. And this is the, this is the part. Where you know he's a cool guy. He's, he uh, puts gasoline all over the hotel. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I literally, I wrote that down too. And, cool uh, guy. <laughs> he lights up a cigarette. His cigaretto. <laughs> he uses his uh, lighter to, he throws the lighter into the gasoline. He lights up the, the <laughs> motel. And uh, you know. What's that one rule? And <laughs> what what do they all cool guys always do? <laughs> they just slowly walk away from the scene without looking back, even as there's explosions in the background. Yeah, a cool guy never looks back at the explosion. This is the one moment where, like, oh my god, okay, dude, <laughs> okay, dude, you could have just, you know. But they had to do it, Miguel. How else they would you know to. that he's a cool guy? They had to, man. It's not enough to be a cool vampire hunter. You have to be cool in all aspects of everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he did, he did it all with his uh, sunglasses on, too. So. Maybe he was like half vampire. Maybe. That might have boosted his coolness. But That would have been cool, but you can't make up your own lore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Actually, from what we discover later, I mean, it doesn't really work with what we discover later either, but they could have written it in such a way to make that work based on yeah. what we find out later. A little a little backstory. I, I read the Wikipedia of the book, and he actually is much cooler in the book. He has cool, <laughs> you could tell from the Wikipedia. Yeah, from the way he's not... Yeah. 
because the backstory we never really get much of his backstory in here because we get a little bit um (laughs) which i don't know if you want to dive into like when he actually reveals these things but the only thing i'll say is that when you think about how loose and brief the backstory is for this character and how loose and brief the backstory is for uh, michael myers john carpenter's other oh yeah films that's true it you you can totally see that common theme of just give them a little bit of spice but don't give them the whole the whole meal that's what it feels like but no i want the whole meal in this case i want to know more of the backstory if you're gonna give me a little bite a little taste i want the whole thing yeah so he he walks away from the explosion. Obviously, you get the framed Sun God Motel in the background. It's like, all right, dude. Could be more on the nose. <laughs> yeah, it's on theme, though. So he buries the heads, you know. And then we see him driving. Cut to Montoya and Katrina to the Plaza Hotel. With the clerk asking a bunch of questions, dude. Fucking just take the money and give me a room, all right? He's like, the clerk is like, is that your girlfriend? He's like, no, it's my mom. It's my mother. Just fucking give me a room. I'm like, all right, dude. I understand that. I don't like being asked questions when I'm just trying yeah. to just give me the room. So let me just end it's this transaction. You know, just give me the thing I'm paying for. Just whatever, dude. I don't care how my day was. So yeah, he's there watching on the news. Montella is watching on the news. The Sanga Motel on the news. That's cool. So, you know, news exists in this universe. And where did, uh, Jack went to, uh, was it a church? He went to somewhere to get patched up. I don't know. Maybe it was like yeah. a church. Get patched up. But we get his cool, badass guy looking at the camera stairs, you know, deep in thought of how he's going to kill this vampire. And we cut to Valak, the vampire, hitching a ride on the on a train, which I thought was cool. I actually like this a lot. It explains how, you know. Yeah. I'm just laughing at my own note for it because I was like, we see uh, Valak traveling by train, but not in the normal way. (laughs) He's just clinging to the outside of it. (laughs) Valak buying a ticket to the train sitting beside an old lady. That would have been cool, actually. (laughs) Just acting normal. And this is where we see uh, (laughs) Jack Crow going to, I guess, his boss in the church. Yeah, he's speaking with a cardinal and a priest. All right. So whatever they are, whatever you want to call it. They're giving some backstory on Valak. Or not. Not really. Uh, Jack just is like, what does he say? I forgot what he says. What was the purpose of their meeting here? Well. They're, they Did he get, uh, he gets, he gets given a picture of Valak. I, so I, I really, I Okay, I would love to. I would love to chime in here because mm-hmm. this was wild to me. Mm-hmm. So, after Jack tells them about um, how he cleared the nest at Fort Union, he tells them that a master vampire showed up, who is right. more powerful than, powerful than usual, and maybe he's the one oh, right. that they used to talk about. So clearly, they've had conversations about a powerful master vampire more powerful than all powerful master vampires anyway (laughs) their european team got cleaned out three days ago and they found a cheesy portrait this is literally my notes (laughs) they they found a cheesy portrait of this master vampire and yep it's the Mm -hmm. same guy 
And the portrait also says <laughs> celebratum, which Ooh. is Latin for celebrate this. This is supposed to be a medieval portrait painted in 1340, <laughs> but it looks like a glossy portrait that got printed at Sears. <laughs> hey, Just saying. Apparently, hey. this portrait is of John, Jean Valic, born in Prague, <laughs> 1311, who was a priest and who led the Bohemian peasants. Not Bohemian in the sense that they were hippies or whatever. They were from Bohemia. Uh, but he led them into revolt in the surrounding regions until he was tried for heresy and burned at the stake. Mm -hmm. That's my Wikipedia version of their conversation. I didn't like uh, Jack's uh, reaction when he was being told like uh, he was the first master vampire before, and, and Jack's like, yeah, 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 he's like, yeah, okay, okay, all right, we we know what it is. Like, that's me. It's me in any scene where the people talk too much. So, ah, dude, come on, bro. I thought it was really cool though that they had this no, 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 yeah. um, this further context for this master vampire, even though oh, yeah, his yeah. portrait was absurd. I thought it was cool background and also cool that Dracula is not mentioned here. Yeah. Dracula who? No, it's uh, Valak. It's Valak. And I like the fact that it was the church. The church created its own <laughs> worst yes. nightmare. So apparently they accidentally created the very first vampire because when mm -hmm. he was burned at the stake, they did not complete the ritual or they messed it up because uh, he was seen walking around afterwards <laughs> You know, just walking around <laughs> drinking blood. Wow. Right. It was like reverse. I, I like that. I like that idea a lot. And I was like, how, how did he say it? Was it the body is dead, but the soul remains or something? Yeah. Like that? Well, they. it is in my notes because they uh, elaborate on this more later. But right, right. yeah, it's the reverse where the soul remains and the body dies. I like that a lot. Yeah, I know Dracula. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's cool. We got our European vampire. Of course he's got to be European. This was like the prime time to make all the bad guys from Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Jack leaves. Even though they oh, tell well, him to... They yeah. don't want him to go after them, right? And, like, they want Jack to... Well, he says he down. wants Jack to go to Monterey, California to rebuild his team because they've all been taken out except for... Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's his name? Shit, Montoya. I forgot his name. Hispanic yeah. name, but he's Montoya. not Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he's not having any of it. Putting my foot down. No. He says there's no time. It. There's no time. For what? Oh, <laughs> also, he forces this priest on him. Oh, yeah. The priest's name is... I forget this name, dude. I just know him as glasses. Father Adam. <laughs> Father Adam. So we cut to... Katrina, naked, kind of tied up on the bed with tape over her mouth, which, uh, yeah, it's very, very, uh, <laughs> very, uh, what's going on here? Well, I gave this one the benefit of a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Because as he does explain, yeah, yeah, he, he, he wanted to, like, clean her up. It's not, like, the perfect explanation, but... <laughs> It's it's still like more delicately done than 
other movies we've seen, so I was giving him the benefit of a doubt in this one. <laughs> oh, it's just scary. Dude. <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> he could have he could have at least dressed her afterwards, but yeah. <laughs> but she is naked, tied to a bed, face down. Yeah, with tape over her mouth. Yeah, I couldn't do for full frontal nudity for some reason, I guess. We did see full frontal nudity earlier, which is oh, weird. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> with this other sex workers, but yeah, that's true, actually. Um, yeah, so he's there, and he's not very dark about it because she's obviously freaked out and she wants to scream. And then, and he puts his hand over her mouth and he's like, Don't scream. And he takes it off and she screams, I guess. <laughs> Also, he yeah. screams. Yeah. <laughs> what does uh, he scream? I can snap your neck like a twig, something like that. Yeah. And then uh, she's crying, which makes me sad. <laughs> she's very like you have to think it from her point of view. She yeah, got exactly. Bit by this weird Euro guy with fangs, and then she's delirious for the next like two days, and then you wake up yeah. and you're tired, naked. With the stranger you don't know. Yeah, obviously freaked out. But this is the first time we see like a little bit of softness. I mean, yeah. after this, after he yells at her and threatens to yeah. <laughs> snap her neck like a t- uh, twig, we do see him sort of slowly soften towards her, yeah. which is nice. And he, and he explains to her. <laughs> oh, again, think of it from her point of view. You wake up with naked and you get explained <laughs> that you got bit by a vampire, so you're a psychic uh-huh. link and we're using you. Okay, dude. <laughs> All right. I guess. I don't know. So yeah, that's that. And then we cut to Jack and Father Adam and and the truck driving. Father Adam won't shut up <laughs> talking. <laughs> well, I guess this is for the audience. Yeah. To show that we know Jack's backstory now, because Father Adam knows all about Jack. So he yeah. basically mm-hmm. goes into how his parents were killed by vampires, or yeah. his dad was. Did he say that Jack killed his dad as he turned to them? Well, they do that later. Oh, sorry. They sort of slowly reveal that. Also, that this is where they reveal that Jack himself was brought up by the Catholic Church. It's interesting. They do go into a little bit about how he was brought up to be a master slayer. Right. Which is pretty cool. wild. You'd That's think he cool. would be cooler with how <laughs> how big of a deal that is. It's like a handmade vampire killer. Yeah. But instead he's got the shades and the cigarro. But yeah, Father Adam just explaining himself. Yeah, I guess he's very excited. He's very excited. Like, very he's like enthusiastic. Little, like, yeah. wants to be a part of the team. Yeah, like a little dog. <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> but obviously, Jack is like, can't do that with a badass like Jack, obviously. <laughs> so he pulls him over, pulls the truck over and just starts kicking his ass. <laughs> Drags him out of the truck and starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> Literally kicking his ass. Like, Yeah, well, he thinks that this is a setup. Yeah. But Father oh, yeah. Adam says nothing. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, obviously they were set up because I didn't say it. Fucking Valak knows Jack's name in the motel scene. He's like, Jack Crow. He says it. Jack Crow. <laughs> but he says it way cooler. But yeah. So then Jack's like, huh? And I'm like, what? I don't so, uh, think that's set a, up. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that implies a setup, though. Like. If he's a famous vampire killer, I feel like that word would get around anyway. Yeah, true. 
What do I know? I'm not a vampire or a vampire killer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's just beating the shit out of Father Adam, saying it's a setup. Ah, oh, you set us up, you little fucking blah, blah blah blah. And Father Adam's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I do not know what you're talking about. And Jack stops. And what happens? Like, oh yeah. And then they cut to <laughs> cut to them in the truck again. <laughs> Father Adam <laughs> wiping off the dirt. And then they're cool with each other. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> Adam's like, where are we going? Like a little kid. Are we there yet? He is like a little kid. <laughs> you have to tell me what's going on, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's because like he's a priest, so he's sheltered. Yeah. That's what this movie's trying to tell us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's weird. Im- immediately, Jack is like, have you ever seen a vampire? And Adam's like, nope. Well, yeah, yes, obviously. Obviously, the relationship, the dynamic changes <laughs> once you've been through things and a mm-hmm. new guy comes in who hasn't done anything. Oh, yeah, and this is where we get the whole rundown of what what kills vampires and doesn't. And forget what you've seen in the movies. They're not all Euro trash with accents, even though Valak is from Europe, we found out. So kind of is Euro trash with an accent. But uh, whatever. He's very descriptive with the way he's yeah, <laughs> relaying I, these. Uh... I did not. I just put, he talks about what works and what doesn't. It's not like in the books. Garlic, for example, is something that doesn't work. Crosses don't work either, which is yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting considering it's very religious, the, the whole situation. <laughs> very tied to religion. Well, but uh, yeah. yeah, well, maybe because he was a priest. Yeah. That is true. That also goes with the thing like the, the devil can't step foot in church and everything. It was like, because well, evil can't step foot in church. Well, yeah, I mean, it, unless that evil began as a priest, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, though. I like that. And they don't turn into bats, Lindsay. We do, he says that also. <laughs> they don't turn into bats specifically. Or mist. So, yeah. Cross don't work. Garlic. Because you stand there with garlic next to your neck. <laughs> yeah, I guess vampires are very sexually active, is the implication. Well, yeah, like, vampires were invented with the whole idea of implied sexiness. So yeah. it makes sense that it would continue through vampire lore. Yeah. I guess the biting on the neck is also very, you know, it is what it is. I th- maybe I... Did I mention this in a previous recording? Mm-hmm. In dracula like the original novel he has hair on his palms because it's i don't know if i've talked about this on the record or not but the idea is that vampires have hairy palms because it's implied that if you masturbate that happens to you something like that so it's like there's all this veiled stuff in original vampire lore that all alludes to sex in some way or other whoever wrote the first vampire story was a horny dude or a woman. <laughs> so that's that scene. <laughs> so he gives him a map. He hands out a map, which is kind of important. Jack has a map. He says uh, it's all the... marks all the attacks, I guess, back to the 1800s of vampires. And it goes in a pattern, a circular pattern. I forget what he calls it. A spiral. A spiral, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> spiral. It's a search pattern. So vampires are looking for something. Yeah. And he's like, do you know anything about that, Padre? Padre, no. Father Adam. Still not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, and then Jack makes a fucking joke. Dumbass. 
which comes back at the end the wood joke which i don't know why he would have that but whatever for somebody who is so preoccupied with calling people homophobic slurs He's the only one who's really stuck up. He's he's obsessed with genitalia. Like I was, I'm just gonna say I was totally ready for there to be a reveal at the end that he had the hots for Father Adam or something. You know how they say like a lot of homophobic people are actually like secretly yeah uh, gay themselves. Like I was, that's what I was getting from all this. Oh my goodness. So we cut to the hotel room. We see this bit of a psychic link here. Katrina seeing in her mind, in her third eye, mind blind, third eye blonde. <laughs> She's seeing Valak showing up to a church, walking up all cool-like. And Valak gives a little grin, a little toothy grin. <laughs> it's kind of goofy grin. So he's happy. <laughs> and uh, I put the same, I put yeah. <laughs> smiling his creepy, not sexy vampire smile. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be sexy all the time, you know? No, you, you can't. can't. have goofy moments. It's like when you see yourself in a photo, I'm like, oh my goodness, I look kind of <laughs> goofy in a photo. Like, I thought yeah. I was looking cool when I yeah. posed, but that's not how I am at all. <laughs> Facing reality. Katrina and, uh, wakes up. Startle, wake up. You ever get woken up like that in the movies when you sit up, startled? I think only one time, actually. And that was when I was having trouble breathing. So I was I woke up because I was choking to death. Wow. <laughs> so that's when you sit up in bed like that, but never for a nightmare or anything. So, But that's the thing you see in movies, I guess, to exemplify the horror. The horror. Um, but whatever. And fucking Montoya fucking goes into a little bag and pulls out a burger which i could go for right now I think I'm gonna my go for god i was thinking the same thing <laughs> when i saw that burger i'm like oh my god i got i wanted it then and i want one yeah. now and he's like do you want it and, like, <laughs> and she's like no and it's like oh god she's not eating human food she'll take her. a cigarette though oh yeah she take us everybody Cigarette magazine says no. <laughs> Cigarette magazine for the cool guys. That's where I get my all my advice on how to date. Don't do that. <laughs> you need to have a but cigarette in your hand at all times. He says that the less she eats, the faster this quote unquote virus will take hold on her. Ah, so she has to keep acting human, I guess, for as long as she can. That's cool. I mean, it's weird though. He tells her that, but we still don't see her eating. Anything. No, she doesn't. She doesn't eat. <laughs> she just smokes. Uh, so she says, "Can I get at least a towel?" Because <laughs> she's still naked, by the way, under the bed. I don't know why she has to keep being naked. I don't know if she he threw her clothes away or something. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, but, but also she does express concern about the idea of turning into a vampire. He oh, says yeah. that maybe she won't turn if they find Malik. I put Malik. Malachi. If they find Valak in time. Yeah, I mean, that's a kind of a big deal for her. He's going to yeah. turn into a vampire. So she goes into a bathroom. She's about to close the door, but Montoya, smartly, I guess, I, I can understand, keep the door open. That's a good rule, yeah. yeah, in case anything happens. So, and she gets a psychic attack by Valak. She sees him killing, going into the church and killing uh, an old lady and, a, and the priest of that church. And she grabs her clothes. And she's kind of in a weird trance-like state, 
kind of. She's not really herself. Kind of acting a bit crazy. And see Montoya go look for her and sees her outside of the window. She's outside the window, walking on the ledge of the window. I didn't really understand this. So she's being like, not really herself, but I don't know. She's being, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, they said the psychic link goes both ways. So I don't know if Valak is like controlling her to do stuff at the same time. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of questions. Yeah. So Montoya brings her inside the window, crashing through the window with glass. He gets a glass in his arm. Blood. He's like, you see what you did? <laughs> I got this guy. He's like, you see what you did? And shows her his arm with blood on it. Obviously not the smart thing to do with somebody who's turning into a vampire because then she bites him in the arm. Dumbass. She gets a good chunk of bite out of her, out of him. And he, like, gets really angry, obviously. Throws her on the bed and then smacks the crap kind out of her. Kind of like a betrayal her. after he is yeah, willing like, to help her get out of this. Out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... He, he got bit by her. That's like, oof. I don't know how I feel about that, too. He got bit by somebody. And then I thought that was supposed to cool. I don't know if it does anything. Maybe prevents it for a bit. But he goes to the other room, takes out a lighter, and puts the lighter under his oh, arm. Oh, he where the cauterizes yeah. the wound. Yeah. yeah. I like that. He's like, uh, uh, uh. It keeps getting intense each scream he does. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, she's knocked out. And the father and Father Adam and... Jack Crow. Is it Jack? Jack. It was Jack, right? Mm -hmm. Jack Crow. Get there. And they're like, what happened? And he's like, oh, she acted crazy and almost out the window, and that's what happened. Yeah. And he lies. Yeah, very obviously. Uh, like, oh, nothing in my arm. He says he somebody says tries oh, to yeah, commit yeah. suicide, but, that, yeah, uh, there's no... It's not believable oh, she, to me. She, she tried, I guess, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's it's, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. But obviously now you see a guy with a bandage on his arm with a lady who's about to turn into a vampire. What do you think happened? Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining he got bit, you know, but whatever. So that happens, and the father, Adam, is like, oh, I got to call the church. He's a fucking snitch narc dude. He's a goody two-shoes. <laughs> He's about to call the church, was it? Somebody. He was about to call a snitch on, on what's happening here, the whole situation. And Jack is like, uh, hey, bro. He takes the phone out of his hand and smacks him with it. <laughs> Ouch. He's like, you're not doing that, man. I'm not playing with you. We cut to Valak with the priest. This is another psychic vision he's having. Mm. He's having in the psychic vision as we're talking right now. See a priest by a little rock, and Valak has like a map, and the priest points at something on the map. And that's pretty much it. And everybody's so the Katrina wakes up, screaming. And it's like yeah, it's screaming. And it's like ah, it's my best scream. 
obviously she's having a vision and everybody's like jack and monte is like oh it's happening it's happening and it's like we need her to tell us where valak is right now and jack is very impatient for a thing that it's like it's not fucking you can't control her you know telling you what she's gonna tell you and he's mm. like well come on i hate <laughs> that so much i hate being rushed on anything he's like oh come on he's like oh, whatever dude so monte is taking care of it now he's softer quick turn mm-hmm very quick turn from <laughs> being a softie for Katrina. He's calling her baby. He's like, he's like whatever. So, so she sees it's a map. And the acting by Cheryl, it's very good on this scene. I liked it a lot. She's just like very feral in her movements. It's like, it's a map. Mm. You can like the way she's moving side to side. I like that. Yeah, and then she's rushing her, and she sees a sign that says San Miguel, which is location. Oh, she also sees Valet kill the dude. Did that feel weird to you when they kept saying San Miguel, like hearing your name over and over, Miguel, Miguel? No. That's <laughs> nah, fine. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of used to it now. It's not a character. It's a place, so mm-hmm. not, not really. If it was a person, it would be more. Because then now I get Drawing. attached to the person with my name. Yeah, because then you you don't want them to do anything stupid, the character with your name. So <laughs> Don't want Miguel's to get a bad rap. Yeah, exactly. Because of one <laughs> dumb movie, Miguel. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So Jack keeps on pressuring her, but obviously the link is closed. So, But they have the location. That's important. That's cool. San Miguel. And she kind of just goes to sleep or like breaks down. Katrina does like she shuts down because the link is broken. She can't really give him any more information. Father Adam is like, I can call all the churches in San Miguel and see if anybody's uh, missing, which is good. Proactive part of the team. I like that. So Jack tells Montoya to take care of the girl. That's his job. And Montoya keeps rubbing his neck very obviously. <laughs> Come on, bro. I at least hide it better. And Jack's like, something you want to tell me? he's like, nah, that's it. He's just tired. Cut to the church where the killing happened. I like this whole detective thing. It's like, Jack's like, yeah, I work for the church. I'm um, like church police cop, some detective or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. And he's like, we're looking for uh, seeing a, a string of anti-Catholic hate crimes. Like, that's actually a pretty good cover-up story. Yeah, that's a good cover. Yeah, that's pretty solid. So he sees that, sees the old lady dead. A cop comes in. It's like, we found him. And it's just the carnage left by the... <laughs> you see a little bit of smoke. I don't know what, but by the cut off head and body and everything. Jack, again, shows how he's not that much of a cool guy, at least in the sense that he doesn't use his critical thinking skills at all. He's perplexed about why Father Molina would be killed. And Father Adam explains to him... <laughs> oh, yeah. That Father Molina was a scholar. That makes sense, right? Like, that's pretty significant. Yeah. Especially if you if you yourself have a map that nobody else knows of except the team of the vampires are obviously looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, does that not connect the two? <laughs> it's like, this, the Valak went to a historian, obviously, to look for something. So, so then Jack asks about the symbol on i don't know where this conversation came from but then he asks jack about the symbol on valak's portrait you know the sears portrait that's supposed to be from medieval times and father adam is very cagey about it but then he's pressured into revealing oh it's it's an astrological symbol 
for the sun. Which is so dumb to me because it's like, why is he going to be cagey about something that you could just ask like any astrologer enthusiast (laughs) on TikTok that would probably know immediately what the symbol was? Like, why are you going to be cagey about something that's probably universally known almost? Everybody's so sus. Nobody wants to share information about anything that could give. Why not, dude? It's like important information. <laughs> you got a vampire out here killing people. Very on the nose. Simple for the sun, obviously. Yes. So, and we cut to a very cool scene. It's dusk, right? Yeah. That's when the sun's setting. Dusk, okay. <laughs> um, and we see Valak <laughs> rise up from the dirt. But not just him. We see other master vampires dressed like him in all black and looking really cool, stylish. The whole gang's here. I didn't count. They say the number of them. Seven. Was it seven? Yes. Well, seven, seven. seven plus Valak. Yeah, so eight. Eight in total. Master vampires. Which, how does that... Does, I guess Valak is the one who decides who's a master vampire, I guess. Or, <laughs> I or they're all hierarchy works. powerful from other parts of the world, maybe, and... But they all they all unbury themselves like little sand crabs. It was actually way cooler than that. They didn't look like little mm. sand crabs, but that's that, what I wrote down. Pretty cool. Yeah. And imagine being the actor being buried in dirt and coming <laughs> for the scene. I was like, oh man. That'd be kind of scary. Take a shower after. Yeah. All practical. Yeah, you know, I ain't got no budget. <laughs> it's like the most cheaply just literally bury the actors <laughs> let them dig Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so they see them walking, see them rolling. They're headed toward a church. And Katrina, obviously, the psychic link, is seeing all this. Jack and Montoya. Very, very frightening. Yeah. Yeah, I just love the way Katrina talks when she's Mm. she's like progressively turning into a vampire. It's like... The the the, the kids nowadays, because I'm in my 30s, I'm not a kid anymore, even though I feel like Mm -hmm. it. The kids nowadays would say that she ate this scene up. She ate this whole movie up. She ate this whole movie she up. Ate, yeah. Yeah. She didn't leave any crumbs left. <laughs> Very good. I have another little yeah. s- a critique of stupidity. <laughs> okay. So after it. this, Jack, <laughs> this is so stupid. After this, Jack Crow, cool, cool guy, Jack Crow bribes Father Adam with beer and getting laid. <laughs> And then he immediately threatens him. He's playing good cop and bad cop. <laughs> and who wants info? Yeah, the bathroom scene. Yeah. Who is he? The other vampires. The monastery monks running to their monastery, I guess, and ringing the bell. Mm. Nah, they have no way of protecting themselves. Yeah. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, me too. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks for you guys. I would have just ran away. There's a lot of desert. <laughs> you could probably run, make a good run for it while they're destroying the monastery, I guess. They don't come after you. So yeah, we got the bathroom scene between Jack and Father Adam. <laughs> like you said, <laughs> immediately goes into a threatening. Um, yeah, he's not good at this interrogation yeah. stuff. No. Well, I guess so, because it does work. Yeah. It's not, so he it shouldn't him. work, but it does. Yeah, so he's like, you don't tell me what I want to know. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you up. And, and Father Adam, this is where he says the Father Adam is like, no, you won't. He calls his bluff. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. And he like slams Father Adam against the wall and puts a towel in his mouth. 
it's kind of where's this going hey (laughs) (laughs) he cuts father adam's palm probably stings honestly yeah like a paper cut (laughs) (laughs) just just like a paper cut Yeah. yeah i mean it probably burns a lot but it's not gonna kill you. So yeah. it's like it's just an I ouchie. Mean, yeah, honestly. Yeah, that heals probably in like two days, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. So what was he what was he okay. interrogating you for? What, what was so, the, I even forgot what they were I got I got you. I got you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I just skipped <laughs> to the vampires next. I got you. So Father yeah. Adam confesses that Valak is looking for an ancient relic, the cross of oh, right, yeah. Berzier. Right. And he explains that the church wanted to perform an exorcism after Balak's trial and before burning him at the stake. So they took him to a small town in France called Berzier. And then this is where they get into a little more how the exorcism didn't really work. The exorcism was long and brutal, but it went wrong. It was a reverse exorcism where the body is destroyed, but the possessed soul remains. And while this is being explained, we see all the master vampires killing the whole monastery all through Katrina's vision. Yeah, so this is a whole vision. And we see all the monks getting fucking destroyed. And one fucking sets himself on fire. I don't think the vampires did. (laughs) I think that was an accident. Yeah, an accident. (laughs) Sets himself on fire. That's real. Sucks. Very unfortunate. That's real. Um, but yeah, so he gets the whole rundown of the cross and everything too. For why? Why does he want the cross? It's pretty important. Sun God, if you haven't caught up on yeah. the hints. <laughs> they don't the- they don't spell out everything for you. They do slowly over time, but you you sort of pick up the you put the pieces together before they even have to tell you. Yeah. Basically. So he wants to cross. What she finds in the monastery, he he picks picks it up like <laughs> pretty easily. Like I was surprised. It's yeah. not behind any like locks or yeah. or safes or anything. <laughs> it's just straight up there. Why did it take so long to find it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, it was in New Mexico. Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, so he picks it up. He lets out a roar. Um, he found it. Yeah. Cut to the next day, daytime, I guess. And they know that he found it because Katrina says he yes. found it. Yes. That's a, yeah. <laughs> Not like that, but. <laughs> no, she, she's really good. Yeah. So they're using Katrina the next day as kind of a GPS system. She can feel where <laughs> Valak is. Yeah. That was pretty cool. They go into town. Oh, no, they go to the monastery yeah. first. And they see no cross. And I'm skipping right. Yeah, sorry. They see him. F. <laughs> this is this isn't really relevant at all. I just thought it was cool. I thought it was cool how, uh, in addition to all the corpses everywhere, the fountain that was like right there as you go into the monastery, like in the center there, yeah. full of blood. It's just a blood <laughs> yeah. fountain now. Yeah, that's pretty cool and neat. <laughs> oh yeah, and the cross is gone. <laughs> and the cross, and they're like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. So what are they gonna do? They keep Jack keeps checking on Katrina's mouth. He's being very rough about it things. too. Yeah, and um, Montoya's like, "Oh, why are you acting like that?" Because now I guess it's protective of her. <laughs> very quick turnaround. Yeah, he's just being an asshole. He says. And then he punches and Montoya Jack. punches him. Yeah, yeah, he punches him in the face because he calls her something. I forget what he called her, but called her something bad. And Montoya punches him. It's like, oh my god, here we go. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, they fight each other, they squabble, whatever. And Father Adam's like, ah, stop being idiots. And so pretty much now Montoya is like with Katrina. He's taking care of her. I don't know. He got feelings for her. I don't know. I don't know when. I guess when he got bit by her, he felt something. <laughs> it just, but it sort of like slowly shows his affection for her. It's, <laughs> he realizes how sexy vampires are too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> later on, he's like, I, uh, you know what? I can, I can get on board with this. So okay, now they're in town. Now they're here. We get the cool parts here. I was yeah. gonna say after Father Adam breaks up the fight, he makes them think about Valak's plan. Yes, and he just spells it out for the audience. He wants to complete his transformation, explaining what we already know. You know. But setting up the mm-hmm. stakes. <laughs> the yeah, final it's, it's a ritual. It's, yeah. <laughs> Did they say it was a, a ritual he has to complete, Valak? They imply it. They imply, imply it. it but, and then he okay. says something really dumb. He says he'll be unstoppable unless we stop him. Oh my god. <laughs> I wrote that down. Did you do that? was so bad. <laughs> I hate that line so much. They could have given him anything else to say. I know. That was so lazy. <laughs> like, grab a thesaurus. You could have just stopped that. He'll become unstoppable. Period. Yeah. End of sentence. There. That's true. He's done. <laughs> I cringe at that. That was bad. <laughs> that was the one. Out of anything in the movie, that's what bothered me the most. <laughs> like that one sentence. Like, okay, dude. Yeah. Okay, so they're in town now. We just kept <laughs> They're in town. They rolled into town like a fucking Western. Nobody around, obviously. So they, you know, they're like, oh shit, probably the whole town. <laughs> they're probably the whole town vampires. They stop in front of something, a building. I don't know what the building is. It has an, I would skip, it has an elevator in it. They don't really say, did they say what the building was? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it has condemned on the front of it. And it's like, they know somebody's in there because Katrina's staring at it probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they see it or if she feels it. Like, keeps on, she's tied to the car truck whatever yeah and she's just shaking she doesn't stop shaking <laughs> literally every scene up until the final one she just won't stop shaking because obviously she's turning and we got our trio here our badasses we got two vampire hunters and a father who has never killed any anything so they strap up they got their gear on oh yeah yeah, and they sort of, they they're their, able to yeah. vaguely calculate how many goons there might be as well, which is what mm-hmm. they call converted humans. So it's really like three slayers, including Father Adam, against eight vampire masters and potentially 15 goons. So the odds are stacked mm. against them. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the yeah, it's the town prison. That's where they determine they are. Ah, uh, yeah, it kind of looks that okay, way. Okay, that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think they said that to you. I remember that. It's a good place. I just like it. I always wanted to go to a ghost town. Yeah. Thing. That's whatever. That'd be cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so they get in there. They got their one. I got a stake. They got Jack's got his crossbow and Father Adam has something. He has a gun. I don't know. They gave him a stake. He has a stake. But they all have their own weapons. Father Adam is fucking defensed up he's got his defense up to 100 because obviously 
he's got the chain mail thing and the thing protecting his neck, which I would everybody should have. Why doesn't everybody have it? <laughs> but Montoya and Jack Doan, I guess. They're cool guys. And we see a blonde vampire lady and a vampire dude. Blonde vampire lady attacks Montoya and vampire dude goes after Father Adam. Uh-oh. It's bad. And yeah, it's very scary because the vampire dude is like up in Father Adam's neck, wanted to get a chomp of it. <laughs> That's very scary. <laughs> it's like, ooh. And they have it right in your face like that. Jack fucking pierces him with the crossbow. Again, all three of them are in there. So he's uh, going to pull the... <laughs> or is it, I don't think they pull it. I don't think they pull it in this scene. Okay, I don't think they pull it. Do they? I don't think they pull it. I think he just stabs them and... Yeah, I don't think they do the their their plan no, no, until no, no, like no. after this. Sorry, I just stuck up on that crossbow thing. Alright, so Montoya stabs the lady, blonde vampire, in the stomach and pulls her into the light. Literally just manhandles her pretty much with the you know, just forces her out into the light. That was pretty cool. And she explodes. And Katrina is like, I guess, feeling all of this. He's very shaking again, nonstop shaking. And Father Adam was the one who put the stake through the dude's vampire dude's heart. So I thought that was cool. Got the first kill. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. And now Father Adam is feeling himself. He's a guy. Yeah, got, <laughs> he's feeling himself. <laughs> cool guy. He's reloading his gun. He's got the ammo in his mouth. Like he's been, he's done that a thousand <laughs> times. All right, dude, calm yourself. <laughs> got one kill. Let's watch too many vampire movies. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a plan. This is one of my favorite parts in the movie. This whole scenario here. Mm. The plan. Somebody gets in the elevator as bait, and pretty much attracts a vampire one by one. They trap him in the elevator. Escape through the hatch up on top of the elevator, you know? It's detachable hatch. It's very risky, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Need somebody really good. Trap him in the elevator and then one by one kill each vampire, you know? So, that's the plan. It's a good plan if they each good. pull off their own, like, respective jobs because yeah. they determine that uh, Father Adam is yeah. gonna be the bait. So that's the plan. We got this going. Shake hands. All right. All right, now everybody's cool with each other. Now that's the life of that situation. So Father Adam goes into the you know thing, waves at the camera. <laughs> Again, that was kind of cute. Everything he did, that was. <laughs> everything he does is so like baby, like a puppy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very cute. Uh, yeah, Father Adam's really cute. And what's like even him. cuter is that Jack like waves back at the camera <laughs> even though there's no possible way they can see each other wave yeah, i was I like that was okay they're bffs now for real uh so father adam gets to the bottom of the elevator he decides for some reason to step out of the elevator even though that's kind of what they told him not to do <gasps> don't do anything stupid he looks cool. Father Adam actually looks cool here with his bandaged hand up. He's like this gun in his holster and his waist. But uh, so he's walking forward. Why? And Jack, even Jack's like, "Well, what are you doing? Don't do that. Get the fucking elevator, you idiot!" Uh, and then we see a silhouette of a man, <laughs> Scottamouche, uh, of a vampire. And this is when I'd be freaking out because no hesitation, the vampire literally just straight up just runs at him, looking for food. Father Adam's like, ah! 
gets in the elevator, gets on top. But also the vampire leaves the elevator up on top and then Father Adam fights him off with like kicks, kung fu kicks <laughs> and evasive maneuvers as, such as dodging mm. and trying not to fall, <laughs> trying not to get clawed. And then Jack, <laughs> Jack is like, what the fuck is going on? He gets another, and then kind of goofy, the vampire's leg gets down from the hatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hanging down. It's like, oh, okay. And Jack pulls on it a couple times. <laughs> he tugs on it a couple times. I don't know what the innuendo there is, but okay. <laughs> and then the vampire drops down. And of course, Jack does a fucking front roll flip like a ninja yeah. to his crossbow and then fucking gets him in the chest with the crossbow. But the elevator was about to close. So Jack pulls it uh, open. And yeah, he's got to deal with the doors closing, this elevator, uh, this vampire in front of him, and then he screams at Montoya to go, and he goes, okay. Whew. And that was with one vampire. <laughs> got seven more to go, not including you know, including Valak. So you're going to do this each time. But it's getting dark All that out. Yeah, and then Jack is like, good job, father. And then the father fucking flips out of the fucking... I thought that was cool. Does a little flip to the... <laughs> through the hatch in the elevator and then the doors close and jack is like good job <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool getting a bit reassurance he's like you're up to doing it again doing it again and it's like yeah all right he gives him some encouragement too which is cute like he apologizes yeah. for messing up before yeah. and he's like is this this fine <laughs> they friends now yeah they have friends now yeah that's <laughs> nice so the elevator comes back up but we see a lady vampire uh, latch on to the bottom of the elevator. Ooh, what's going to happen? And the elevator comes up, and the elevator doors won't open. Why? Mm -mm. Jack approaches the elevator with his gun, and again, they do it again. Father Adam says, Jack, you got to take a look at this, at the screen, uh, camera screens. Again, not showing you what it was, so I'm just use your imagination for what happens next. I have no idea what they're looking at. But as Jack is walking back to the father, fucking the doors explode and a vampire lady comes out. So I don't know what Father Adam looked at the cameras, but he should have been more fucking, you know. Detailed. <laughs> adamant about it. Yeah. There's a vampire lady in the, in the elevator, please. So yeah, so Jack is pushed by the explosion. Father Adam runs at the vampire lady with the stake. I appreciate his gusto, but doesn't work. He gets fucking thrown away like a piece of trash. Mm -hmm. He gets thrown to the side. And Montoya comes in with the fucking machine gun, shoots her a couple times. Vampire lady jumps at Jack. Jack crossbows her through her chest. Tells Montoya to go. The truck. And the vampire lady stands up, gets pulled by the truck, and she hangs onto the pole. They keep screaming at Montoya to go, <laughs> even mm. instead of attacking the vampire lady or fucking shooting her hand like you did before. <laughs> so she lets go. But Montoya keeps straining and then strains the wire, strains, strains, strains until it breaks. <sighs> Idiots. The vampire lady attacks Jack, so he's holding her off. Again, Montoya again connects the wire again. So it's one time we see him connecting the wire, so that's cool. Jack is on top of the vampire lady shooting her in the face, which I thought was cool in effect. Like, he shoots her yeah. in the face, and there's, like, fire coming out of her face because of the... I mm -hmm. thought that was cool. And then Father Adam throws <laughs> a stake 
to his BFF Jack here, and uh, Jack stakes her through the heart. And he's like, die, 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 die. Why don't you die, 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 die. And then until it gets to the sun outside, and she blows up into bits of crisp. It's crispy. <laughs> then we see it's really late out. You know, it's going to get dark soon. And Jack and Father Adams are both willing to go back in there, but Montoya is the only one with some sense. Like, no, it's dark. Remember the rules? Can't kill a vampire. You can't kill a master at night. That's rule. Idiot. So they're <laughs> about to leave. Night comes super quick. <laughs> and like the matter of seconds, <laughs> goes from <laughs> a blue sky to nighttime in a couple of seconds here. So again, we see Katrina. And we see a POV shot of the vampires coming out of the prison. All of them. Uh, Montoya driving away. Father Adam and Jack about to get into the truck. But they get stopped. Because Valak is like, Hello, Jack. He says, so gets their attention. You're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is also like, I think this is the first time we see that he knows his name or... No, he says it, he said it before in the moment. Yeah, yeah that's Earlier. right. Because because he Crow. he gets mad. Like, how does he know my name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I did that's make why a, I it was a setup. Yeah, you're right. This is why I put a note here though, saying my rating is going to go down by one star if it turns out that Valet converted his dad into a vampire, and that's why he knows his name. But oh, okay. <laughs> Oh but my that, god. That's never that's never actually said. So that no, might no. not That would have made me so mad though. Oh my god. Yeah, that's true. So as soon as uh, Father Adam and Jack turn around and see uh Valak there, Father Adam just fucking launches himself to <laughs> into like a I don't know to, to cover and to cover and Jack mm. is like doing a like a pose shooting at Valak. Valak jumps at him. And Valak pretty much beats the shit out of Jack, slaps him around, and throws him on top of his own truck. But he keeps him alive for some reason, so we'll see that in a second. Cut to Montoya and Katrina driving away, and Katrina, full-blown vampire, fucking latches onto Montoya's neck. She breaks out of her restraints, and yeah, we see the chunk of meat she bites <laughs> out of him. So, oof. ouch, ouch. Yeah. Yeah, and Montoya... Is like getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the the truck does crash though. They, yeah, it crashes. They don't yeah. keep driving as she attacks him and drinks his blood. Yeah. They do yeah, crash. I mean, he, he does. He does seem to enjoy it though, as you said. Yeah, he looks at her and then, you know, caresses her hair and yeah, he just lets her bite him a little bit more. Thought that was nice. And he just slumps into her shoulder and she gets out with blood dripping all over her. Looking pretty cool. I mean, walking. it's yeah. kind of funny to me, though, because this entire time up until this point, she has never shown that she has any interest in, <laughs> in him. No. But this whole time, <laughs> he's very soft towards her, very gentle, um, really, really enjoys her drinking his blood. <laughs> but yeah, then she gets out of the truck looking like a badass. Yeah, and just walks. To... All right. And uh, back to the town. Jack is tied up. Uh, Jack wakes up. We see carrying the cross, somebody carrying, I guess, preparing for a ceremony. And who shows up 
What's the big plot twist? <laughs> well, I completely for you forget about him completely <laughs> yeah. throughout the movie. It's, that it's the one, cardinal. Uh, cardinal, you remember him from like an hour and ten minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this whole plan is just this is just a standard. We want to make vampires uh, be able to walk in the day. Well, they're superior or something. It's he, it, he doesn't go into detail or anything. He just says that he's been questioning his own faith. Oh, maybe yeah. he wants immortality for himself. Right. Like he he seems to be stuck on that. So that's true. He made a bargain with Valak. Yeah, that's true. He just wants to keep being alive. Yeah, he's gonna be transformed into one of his kind. Yeah, immortality. Yeah, that's true. His logic is weird, though, because he's like, well, I don't know if heaven exists, but hell surely exists. <laughs> and I'm terrified of that. That's why he doesn't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack just spits him and spits at him in the eye, <laughs> which is the actually pretty badass. Like That's pretty cool when you spit at the guy when you ca- <laughs> capture. Like, that's on its own. That's like a cool thing to do is like, yeah. Not taking any of the shit from your captures. That's pretty cool. I like Valak, the way he talks to Jack. It's like, I don't know. I just like the way he said Crusader. It's like, this mm. is the end of your road, Crusader. Like, that's the, I don't know, old-timey language. So yeah, that's the plan. And we see Katrina just walk up to the scene. <laughs> like, what did I miss? <laughs> she just walks up to the scene. <laughs> and everybody smiles, I guess. <laughs> yep, she's here for the vampire party. Right? Yeah, which also I guess Jack realizes. Ah, uh, fuck. Um, um, what's his name? Montgomery. What's up, Montoya? Montoya. <laughs> Montoya. <laughs> Might as well be uh, Montgomery. Yeah, I guess he realizes. Oh shit, Mon- Montoya's fucking dead. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Damn it. It's on your own now. And Father Adam, but they kind of forget about the Father Adam. He he hit himself pretty well. Nobody gives a shit about Father Adam <laughs> this whole time. And we cut back to Montoya. He touches his neck. It's like, oh, fuck. He does a cool thing here. I like this. He gets out of the truck and shoots his machine gun into the air and uses the, the oh, hot yeah. area. The barrel. Puts, yeah. yeah, the barrel and puts it to his neck. That was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Cauterizing the wound like he did before. Mm-hmm. Will it work? I don't know. Cut to back to Jack and Valak. Valak gets right up into fucking Jack's face and kind of just taunts him, I guess. <laughs> Doesn't really, I'm not going to kill him. He just puts his hand on his face and just taunts him. It's like, oh, I could kill you right now and everything. And just waiting. Very cool. Very cool. Very erotic in a way. But no. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't be a vampire and t- be touching up on somebody like that and not have it be like kind of erotic in a way. Mm-hmm. Just the way he puts his hand on his face and everything. But he's pretty scary too. So. So we go go back to Father uh, Adam. He's in the know, a pawn shop, I guess. It looks like a pawn shop oh, to me. <laughs> well, in this scene, they do explain, or the Cardinal explains, that they need the blood of a crusader, a.k.a. Yeah. Jack, mm. to yeah. complete this transformation, go. and that's why they haven't killed him yet. Wow. I mean, since that's what they've been using him this whole time, that's yeah. why he was and, trained. Yeah. And if you, listener, haven't figured out what all the clues that have been heavily laid down, or maybe we even explicitly said this whole transformation is to make vampires able to be in sunlight and then they'll be even more powerful, obviously. Yeah. 
And I think well, the I think we see Father Adam crawling on the ground in a bar. Yeah. Was it a bar? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just went to pawn shop. I guess <laughs> bar, cafe, something like that. Yeah. 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 Dude, he has a shotgun. Yeah. That's cool. As that's why I thought it was a pawn shop. I just uh, I just filled in the blank. Where did he get the shotgun? He didn't really have a shotgun before, but so he's reloading in. He's looking through binoculars. And so they're going through the ceremony. They cut Jack's leg, slice a bit of his leg, and get some blood out of it. Father Adam's up to something. Alex drinking Jack's blood. Father Adam's up at the ceiling, and it's about to be daylight. The rooftop, yeah. Ceiling, rooftop, sorry. <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> Does the sound weird? <laughs> Up at the ceiling. Yes, rooftop. About to be uh, sunlight. Oh, by the way, Jack's on a fucking cross. If you ever wanted to get mm, more mm-hmm. symbolic. <laughs> He's on a cross, and they are going to burn him alive. So Cardinal, whatever his name is, about to burn him before Father Adam up at the rooftop fucking shoots him in the stomach. He shoots Father him Adam coming in clutch. Yeah. I doing a cool thing. He's pretty cool. He's done he's more cool things. Jack. He is. Yeah, I was gonna say he's done more cool things in the, <laughs> from them getting in this town that <laughs> He is pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> I love him. Uh, I love to be his. Uh, I love. I love yeah. James Woods. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> this isn't a knock the... against James Woods. It's just like this character, the way in the way he was portrayed. I guess. Yeah. Uh, shown, shown to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> they really want you to be, uh, to want him to be cool. So he, he shot Cardinal, and he's like fucking all out badass. He's like, "What you gonna do now, Valak?" You need a priest to finish this ceremony. And it's like he points the shotgun at his head and it's like, what are you going to do now? And, and Jack is like, yeah, he's sharing it on. Yeah, fuck him. Going to do Padre. Yeah, like BFF, that. get him. <laughs> you get him, bestie. Actually, that's the energy here. It is. Yeah, Valak kind of puts that on his side now because Valak's like, um, I'm going to fucking burn Jack alive if you don't do this, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, we're just going to burn this dude alive anyway if you don't. There's one funny line Jack says when Valak points the fire at him. is like, oh, come on, Padre, my nuts are on fire. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, uh... <laughs> that made me laugh too. <laughs> and then I was mad at myself for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, Jack is like, "What do you, you want the Padre to finish the ceremony, Jack? Just because your nuts are on fire?" Yeah. So we see another dude. A lot of people coming in clutch here. Fucking Montoya riding in with this truck, just like from nowhere, just coming in. Everywhere's like, "What?" And he points the crossbow, which Jack had last time I remember. But whatever, he points the crossbow at Jack. At the post where Jack is, the cross shoots at it and just drives him away <laughs> like a ragdoll. <laughs> it was pretty funny when he, he pulled the cross down and, and Jack's just like, Yeah. Oh my so, God. Yeah. What if it had flipped over on the other side? So <laughs> right. that's what I was thinking. The crucifix well, just like smushes him. But that didn't happen because yeah. it's movie magic. Yeah, so he falls perfectly on the back and it's like, get saved. And then Father Adam comes in with an axe from nowhere. 
And this is the one I would never trust somebody with an axe to cut rope from my wrists because that's a tight squeeze. Uh, but yeah, Father Adam comes in, cuts off the restraints from Jack, and I just start kicking ass because, like I said before, it got dark super quick in the matter of seconds, and here it gets the fucking sunlight in a matter of seconds. Immediately it's sunlight, and they start kicking the vampires' asses back to their hiding place. A lot of vampires getting burned up. Katrina even getting burned up, screaming. Valak, again, even though he resists a little longer than the others, gets burnt. He can't touch the cross. Mm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so Jack confronts Valak and pulls the cross off. Uh, Montoya going looking for Katrina again, his fucking wife, even though she didn't really show much interest in him, like you said. Mm-hmm. And Jack with the cross coincidentally the cross oh and this is like the the relic by the way the black cross yeah yeah the black cross even though it really wasn't black it was more golden but whatever yeah it would have looked cooler if it was like black mm-hmm. iron or like more obviously goth mm-hmm. goth and goth chic <laughs> goth chic yeah. yeah it needed more goth chic coincidentally the bottom of the black cross kind of looks like a spear stake sharp mm-hmm. end how convenient. Very, how convenient. Uh, so Jack finds Valak. Exactly. And, uh, and uh, like I, I told you, Aaron, the ending has kind of the same like Fright Night. as this. They're in a building with the windows covered, so no light comes in. But Valak, not much options. Just like, give me the cross, please. <laughs> just asks <laughs> for <laughs> Please give me the cross. <laughs> please pretty please and jack is like oh this cross oh come and get it oh. and he does yeah valak jumps at him just the dumbest thing to do don't jump at your opponents yeah he fucking puts the end of the black cross in his fucking chest obviously what else are you gonna do that the stakes him through the chest the cool scene here he jack puts him right up into the wall pushes him back and Valak showing no type of pain because he didn't. He just puts him, put it through his tummy, not his heart. Mm. Dumbass. Mm-hmm. That was my understanding because um, you have to be directly through the heart. Yeah. And Valak's just laughing at him. He's like, "Ah, right, Jack." Like, are you man. even a vampire hunter? You <laughs> fool! You fool! You fool! He doesn't and say Jack, this, but <laughs> no. Jack hits him with some pieces of wood. Again, what's the innuendo there? No, <laughs> hits him with some wood. Um, he gets flung to the wall by Valak. And Valak proceeds to... Pretty cool part. Again, pretty awesome by Valak. He, he's going to... Taking the cross out of his chest. Screaming uh, at the top of his lungs. But Jack takes advantage and sees... Oh, there's a post right there. Oh, all this whole shed <laughs> is made of wood? Oh, okay. And he fucking tackles one of the posts wooden posts and the whole roof comes down with sunlight coming in and yeah what do you think and happens fucking Valak explodes Valak. yeah <laughs> Valak explodes didn't even finish letting him do the cool thing pulling the, the cross out of his chest but whatever ah jack 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 so he did he killed he's a cool guy <laughs> and we see Montoya Montoya and Katrina you know Katrina is in the daylight. Oh, I guess I was confused too, but 
I guess she was in the shade or something, and that was enough. Yeah, a bit of shade. She's very dazed. You're very dazed. <laughs> Again. Again. So, yeah, pretty much this whole scene is just Jack and Montoya talking. Montoya pretty much just decides to leave with Katrina. See and, how long that lasts. Yeah. And she does finally seem somewhat interested in him because he kisses her and she, yeah. like, reciprocates. Yeah. Uh, Father Adam fully into it a thousand percent now in his role not wanting montoya to leave with the vampire he points the shotgun at montoya <laughs> he's like you're not leaving <laughs> thought that was pretty cool it's like all mm. right dude this guy's in it now what an arc i think father adam had the most character arc like of the whole movie mm, for sure so yeah just jack and montoya talk just settled there whatever whatever montoya's gonna turn into a vampire maybe i don't know I don't know if cauterizing the wood does anything or just prolongs it, but it doesn't well, he look good. seems he seems to think that he's turning into a vampire. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, that's the thing. It yeah. feels like by what he's saying that he wants to go off and just live a vampire life with his new vampire wife, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the conversation goes that Montoya technically started turning two days ago. But he covered Jack's ass through all that time. <laughs> so Jack is like, okay, well, I'll give you a two days head start, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they hug. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> this is the most, like, 90s action. It's, it's also, it's also yeah. kind of like a Western kind of ending, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was what he's going for, horror Western. Yeah, you feel it. Bio con Dios. Vaya con Dios. Yeah, that's good. So they leave. It's a vampire wife. Vampire life. And Jack and Father Adam go do some vampire hunting again. They're going to go in there. And then Father Adam starts making jokes of his own. <laughs> <laughs> the wood jokes come back. Yeah. For the, for the like, ending. Like, yeah, as they're walking off, Jack is asking if uh, Father Adam got any wood when he was stabbing vampires. And then Father Adam has fully embraced this uh, vampire slayer life by cracking some of his own jokes. He starts yeah. rattling off different kinds of wood. Mahogany. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> a mahogany is just a funny word by itself. It's mahogany. Um, but yeah, and they go into the prison and yeah, I guess... Go to, <laughs> Go to make out. Go to That's what the feeling. <laughs> Literally, I feel like the I wouldn't be between... mad if that's how yeah. it ended because he's Very making strong. all these like homoerotic jokes the whole film. Hmm. Hey, man, it is what it is, and now you know the the the, the, the you know, fades into credits. So, I guess we they just go and kill everybody, <laughs> all the mm -hmm. vampires. Oh my god, dude. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Lindsay, what'd you think? <laughs> Do you want me to go well, into yes. my review? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Let's, let's get into the reviews. Because I don't usually do this, but this time I'd put like a little checklist of things I liked, things I didn't like. So it's almost mm -hmm. like a pro and con list. So con. Cool. No. <laughs> Uncool. <laughs> uncool main guy that's really important that if you have a main guy who's meant to be cool he's gotta be cool 
And he just loved, loved homophobic jokes. But the pros on, in my list are that there were a lot of cool special effects. It was campy in a good way. It had good mm -hmm. world building with a modern twist on vampires. And I like that the main lead doesn't get the girl. Because it's to True. me, it's lame when the main lead gets everything. Now you got the guy. He got yeah. the guy. He got Father yeah. Adam. He's about, his best friend. <laughs> that was cute. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So with that said, I would give this six out of ten medieval portraits that look like modern Sears portraits. Wow. I told Aaron I was very worried about how you would rate this one. I was very scared. <laughs> 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 no, that's pretty good. Six out of ten. That's nice. It's very good. I would just go with mine. I already watched this movie so many times. I'm going to tell you the parts I like. I like the intro. Just getting right into the vampires. You see the vampires immediately. Skip to Valak showing up to the party. Wrecking shop. Everybody. And skip... Oh, the, all the other vampires looking cool. I like them getting out of the ground. Literally skip anything that doesn't have to do with the vampires. <laughs> Uh, and then the ending with the elevator scene with Father Adam and everybody. I, I thought that was really cool. Mm. I love all those moments. Yeah. Let me give it a... We give it too many 7 out of 10s. <laughs> 7 out of 10s is like the default I go for when I think a movie's all right. But I think uh, that's fair, though. Just go with your gut. Yeah, it's true. I'm the most generous out of <laughs> We found it. <laughs> I'm the most generous. I give everything a fucking 10 out of 10. But... uh. Yeah, 7 out of 10. Hot vampire ladies. Nice. I'm just going to lean into it. Hot. Hot. That's hot. Yeah. I don't know what that's from, but yeah. I like the movie. I think it's good. I'm very, I get very scared showing it to other people, though, because I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know how they, they'll go with the campiness of it or the. I mean, campy, yeah. I'm totally in for like camp. Yeah. If it works, you know? Are they doing what they're going for right that's like the simplest way to really view it and this worked yeah yes so yeah aaron what do you think <laughs> well i read somewhere that the special effects in this movie were actually done you know the old-fashioned way they didn't use computers so oh, yeah so that's like that's a big plus and mm. that's probably why everything looks really good in this movie you know for a movie from 1998 it, it looks good and for as cheap of a budget as that was right yeah i would call this a, you know if you want to make a bowl of popcorn and plop down on the couch and spend an hour and 45 minutes i guess you know watching explosions and vampires and you know all this good stuff you know it'll fill that that spot very well well Stratton likened it to Constantine or Van Helsing, um, right, which I totally yeah. felt like when he said that, because it is very, it is got horror movie elements, but it's also very actiony. Yeah, it's got yeah, a lot of action fine. in it. And, well, this is a negative. It, it's one of those movies where the talking, you got to kind of, where they say, in, I can't hear them. And then all of a sudden, there's a, a loud sequence in the whole room shaking because it's so loud. So it's the, the variance um, in sound is, I mean, that comes with action movies. So that kind of mm. reminded me of that. I got 
subwoofers and all that good stuff, and it was shaking my room when I was listening to <laughs> watching this movie. I'm sure my wife was like, "What the hell is he doing?" In <laughs> I will say, as far as vampire movies go, you know, they're all pretty close, and they use some of the same things. And I like this movie. And you know, if you would ask me at two o'clock today, what do you think about vampires? I would have said something. But now you ask me it after we do our our podcast and listening to you guys talk about it, I, it always <laughs> you know changes my mind or makes it better. Never makes it worse. It always makes it better. So. Aww. Mm. So I will say my rating right now is I do recommend it. Um, you got to take it. I hate saying this. I hate to say you know for what it is, but it is. It's, it's it's an action vampire horror movie, right? And it does that good. But I will give this a rating of five vampire crusaders out of ten. Nice, nice. cool. We got it. The five, six, seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Thank you for listening to the Stories to Dismember podcast. Please be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and leave a rating. You can contact us at stories to dismember at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on TikTok at stories to dismember. The music for stories to dismember is provided by Winfeather and episodes are edited by Stratton Meyer. We can't wait to hang out with you next time. Bye-bye. You ready? Shoot. Top three types of weather. Go for it. Um, I like I like it when it rains blood. Um, I like when it hails stakes, and I like when there's an earthquake and then a bunch of vampires are unearthed. It's pretty strong. She wins. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, come back next week. Hit the music. <laughs> Lindsay wins again. Lindsay's two. Aaron one. Me zero. Goose egg. That's the name of the segment. Lindsay wins again. <laughs> Lindsay wins again. Uh, oh, I like this game. <laughs>